All right, so we're... Thanks, Rachel. So speaking of who's, who, who, we're going to watch the who's down in Whoville. And uh, if the kids, if the young people want to stay up front and get a good view of the Grinch, they can do that, or you can go back with your families. But that's what we're doing today instead of junior church. So uh, here's a little intro. We're going to do a, the Grinch who embraced Christmas. We're going to have a little twist on it today. Watch this. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Oh, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the Who's. Staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy now, hanging a holly who wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Then they'll make ear-splitting noises to looks on their great big electro hucardio looks. Then the who's young and old will sit down to a feast. And they'll feast, and they'll feast, and they'll feast, 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 feast. They'll feast on who pudding and rare who roast beast. Raw roast beast is a feast I can't stand in the least. something I hate most of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, will stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'll stand hand in hand and those who's will start singing. And they'll sing and they'll sing and they'll sing, 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 sing. And the more the Grinch thought of this whole Christmas thing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I put up with it now. I must stop Christmas from coming. But how? 
Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat. I'll make a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. He chuckled and clucked. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I look just like Saint Nick. <laughs> All right, so for our last Christmas at the Hello. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now, where did you. How did. <laughs> All right, so you did. You brought this upon yourself. Okay. I must ask you a question. Where in the world did you get your mustaches from? Can't. Ah, can't. Always a trickster. Merry Christmas to you too. Is it because of the grins? He has kind of like this mustache. Sure. That is fun. It's like, what they say, stand up front and picture everybody in their chicken suit. It's like, I'm going to pretend that you all have mustaches on and so I won't be nervous. All right. So today for our last, if you need to, yeah, never mind. I was going to say, don't like sneeze or drip or my kids. Anyway, so for the last Christmas at the movies this year, we're doing Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. We're changing it to The Grinch Who Embraced Christmas because ultimately that's what he did and ultimately that's what we need to do and we want everybody else to do as well. So uh, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas is one of the most well-loved, the most well-known Christmas stories of all time. And it's about this Grinch. I, I, I don't know if that's his name. I guess that's his name. That's his species. I guess there's only one. I don't know. He's a Grinch. And his heart is how many sizes too small? His heart is two sizes too small. Because, I think, because he lives only for himself. And he's not, <laughs> he's not focused on other people. He's only... Uh, he only thinks about himself. He doesn't have hope. The Grinch doesn't have joy. He doesn't have love. He doesn't have other people in his life. And so his heart is two sizes too small. Now, he does kind of like his dog, Max. But I think that's only so he can use and abuse him. He keeps him around. And boy, if you see Max in the movie, he really puts him through the paces. Yeah. He petted his dog in the one trailer. Oh, he petted his dog in the new... Yeah, they did just come out with a new movie, the Grinch movie. We're going to see that when it comes out on DVD soon. I heard it was pretty good, but it like, gave the Grinch a lot more backstory, uh, where he's a lot more sympathetic character now. Instead of just, he's the Grinch in pure evil, it's like, well, he was hurt as a child, you know, kind of thing. Which is good in some ways to see his backstory, but... He's just kind of evil in this one. Right? He's evil, no hope, no joy, no love. And he is so upset in this movie at the Who's Down in Whoville because of all the noise, 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 noise. He's tired of their celebration. He doesn't like it that they 
carve the roast beast, right? And they get all these presents and the who does it, who loves her, who done it, who was her, and they blow this thing. You know what I think it is? I think the Grinch is jealous. I think the Grinch is envious. I think the Grinch is sad in his heart because he doesn't have anything to celebrate and he doesn't have anybody to celebrate with, like the Who's down in Whoville certainly do. So the Grinch, he wants to ruin the Who's Christmas. He wants, I think he wants to make them as miserable as he is. He's not having any fun, and he doesn't want them to have any fun either. So he wants to take away their toys, and he wants to take away their food, and he wants to take away their fun, and he thinks in his mind that that will cause them to not have a good Christmas. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to sing one of the most, well, the most well-known songs from the Grinch, and you hear it a lot at this time of year. And it's uh, got words on the screen, so I want everybody to sing along. Let's go. Mr. Grinch.
like a sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. If you're taking notes, you can open up. Oh, wait. Go back one. There we go. Wait. Uh, go back two. There we go. All right. To God even saves Grinches. You can write this down or you can remember it. God even saves Grinches. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The Grinch is pretty mean, isn't he? He's a nasty, nasty skunk. Right? The Grinch is awful. He's the king of sinful thoughts. You hear that? It's in the song. He's a sinner. He's a sinner. Uh, but here's the truth, and I want you all to, to remember this, to internalize this. See, it's easy to go, oh, that mean Grinch. I hate him. He's so evil. He's ruining Christmas. But here's the deal, like with the Pharisees and Luke and everything. We are Grinches. <gasps> Or, if you're saved, we were once Grinches before we knew Jesus. We could say that. I want you to turn with me to 1 Timothy. If you want to read in your Bibles along with me, uh, kids on your apps, on your phones, you can turn to 1 Timothy, or you can use paper. They call this uh, a book. It's really cool. You just kind of turn it. <laughs> 1 Timothy chapter 1. We'd like to think that we're pretty good people sometimes, don't we? Yeah, I, I'm a nice guy. I do nice things and I help people and I give some stuff and I do what I can. But here's the deal. It doesn't matter how nice you are or how good you and I try to be. We are all sinners in need of a Savior. We are all Grinches before we meet Jesus. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Praise God. And I am the worst of them all. I'm the worst Grinch of them all. Verse 16. But God had mercy on me so that Jesus Christ could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst Grinches. Sorry, I mean sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in Him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal King, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Turn over to the right a little bit, or if you have a, your app, you can type in T again for Titus. Go just a couple pages to Titus chapter 3. You'll see this again. A little bit different. Titus chapter 3. Look at verse 3. We Once we too were foolish. Did you know that you were foolish? And disobedient. Did you know that you were disobedient? Maybe your parents told you that. We too were once foolish and disobedient. Verse 4. Mm. Oh, I'm in the wrong book. Yeah, Titus 2. Okay. We were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. We were stinky, stanky stunk. We were skunks. We were nasty, nasty skunks. We were grinches, sinful rotters. 
Verse 4. But God, and here is God always comes in. But when God our Savior revealed His kindness and love, He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Washed away our sins. Kai, does that remind you anything? Washed away our sins. Where can I go? Okay, he's getting ready to have his sins washed away. Verse 6, He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of His grace, He declared us righteous and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. Stop there. God even saves Grinches. You need to know that we are all born in sin. We are all sinners by nature and choice, living in rebellion to God until the day when we surrender our lives to Him. We are all a Grinch going against His best ways of living. And that is why we so desperately need Jesus. Because like uh, Timothy and Titus said, we can't do it. On our own, we we can't earn our way to the kingdom. We can't. We don't deserve it. But instead, even though we are Grinches, God lavishes His love and mercy and kindness and grace on us to bring us back into a right a right relationship with Him. Isn't that the most powerful truth in the whole universe? Christmas is a big deal. Santa's fun. Candies, yummy. Holiday parties are delicious. Uh, If you have certain family members there, they might be awkward, right? Or maybe you're the one making it awkward. But the most important thing at Christmas time is not the toys, Azariah, as he's walking around. I've seen you go back and forth a few times with those new Star Wars potato heads. The most important thing at Christmas is not the toys, though they are fun. The most important thing at Christmas, never forget, is the Savior that was born, and His name is Jesus, the Christ or the Messiah. So, praise God who saves us from our grinchiness. I hope and I pray that you have given your grinchiness or your sinfulness to God and that He has saved you. If not, you can surrender yourself to Him today. And you know people in your life, your friends, your family, your, your friends at school, your neighbors, your co-workers, whatever it is, and they're pretty grinchy. Now, don't call them that to, your, to their face. Don't say, hey, you're a Grinch. Don't call them that. Don't say, Pastor Dan told me to call you a Grinch. I did not say that. Don't get me in trouble. I'm already in enough trouble. Right, Rachel? Amen. Okay. <laughs> But there are people who are far from God. They are stuck in their grinchiness. They are lost in their grinchiness. And they need a Savior. They need Jesus. And you can be that example to um, your friend, your Grinch, like the who's are the example to the Grinch in this movie. And you can be an encouragement to them so they see the light of Jesus. Well, let's check out what the who's are doing in this final clip. Popo to the Who's, he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the Who's down in Whoville will all cry, Boo-Hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply 
must hear. He paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. He started in low, then it started to grow. sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches, plus two. And now that his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. With a smile in his soul, he descended Mount Crumpet, cheerily blowing hoo-hoo on his trumpet. He rode into Whoville, he brought back their toys, he brought back their floof to the Who girls and boys, he brought back their snoof and their tringlers and fuzzles, brought back their pantukas, their dafflers and wuzzles, 
he brought everything back, all the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. Welcome, Christmas. Bring your cheer. Cheer to all who's far and near. Christmas Day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to clasp. Christmas Day will always be just as long as we have we. Welcome Christmas while we stand, heart to heart and hand in hand. some tissues. Where'd she go? All right. You can write this last thought down if you're taking notes. Christmas's joy and hope changes everything. Christmas's joy and hope, it changes everything in our lives and in our eternity. The Grinch had a transformation, didn't he? His heart grew three sizes that day. You know what it was? He realized that Christmas doesn't come from a store. Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. See how biblical this movie is? Isn't that good? His heart, his heart was melted by the unconditional love of the Who's down in Whoville. They weren't, bless you. You gotta get me sick. Don't you love it when your friends and your family get you sick and... You can't help it when you live in the same house together. So I'll be sneezing tomorrow. <laughs> but the Grinch, he, he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Why would these Grinches keep loving him? They, they didn't come and attack his house. That's not what they did with pitchforks in hand. They, they stood around in a circle and they had no food. They had no toys. But you know what they did? They sang praises, we'll say, to God even in the storms and difficult parts of their life. They were filled with joy and hope and love and peace in the good times and in the bad. As followers of Jesus, when our lives are good, we praise God. And when our lives are bad, we praise God that He will one day make things better. God is good at all times. I want you to turn with me to Luke chapter 1. Last verse we're going to turn to today. Luke chapter 1. We're going to take one last look uh, this season at the first Christmas story. You okay there? Do you need tissue? No? Okay. Luke chapter 1. I want us all to understand the true meaning of Christmas like the Grinch did. I want us all to understand the original Christmas and for God to grow our hearts like he, like the Grinch's heart grew and uh, grow in love. Grow in love for God and for other people. You want to go sit with Mommy and Snuggle? Yeah? Okay. Look at Luke chapter 1, verse 67. This is uh, Zechariah's prophecy. 
Then his father, this is John the Baptist's father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and he gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised. God always fulfills his promises through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore an oath to our ancestor David. Excuse me, Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. That was John's job, mission in life. Verse 77, you will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins because of God's tender mercy. The morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. That is what Jesus' birth was all about. Skip over to chapter 2. And just look at verses 10 and 11. This is the angels. They appear to the shepherds out in the fields. And they were sore afraid. Verse 10. But the angels reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you, listen to this, good news that will bring great joy to how many people? All people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Get this. Good news, great joy, all people. Good news, say it with me, great joy, all people. Last time, good news, great joy, all people. That is the true historical Life-saving, eternal, significance, impacting news of Jesus. The first Christmas. God loves us. God loves you. He made a way for you to be with Him for forever. And that is through the birth of His Son, the Savior, the Messiah, Jesus, who will one day go to the cross, which we spent months and months talking about. Two years, Jesus' journey from the manger to the cross to save you. And what the Grinch did was he had a newfound appreciation for life, for the, for the who's, and he was filled with love and joy and hope and peace. And you know that we too can be filled with love and joy and hope and peace and the good times and the bad times because we have Jesus. This world is not perfect. This world hurts a lot. Yesterday, some of you saw was the one year anniversary of the death of my father, the hardest day of my life. So many of you have friends and family and loved ones that you have lost even in the past year or two or ten. And you are grieving and you long for the day when there will be no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more suffering, no more death. That day is coming. That day is made possible because of the birth and the sacrifice of Jesus. Will you be like the Grinch? 
Will you embrace Christmas? Will you be the Grinch who embraced Christmas? And when you help your Grinch friends, don't call them that, also embrace this message, saving message of Christmas. If you haven't already, I invite you to surrender your life today and let that love and joy and hope and peace uh, come into your heart and make it three sizes what it used to be. So you can be saved and so you can help others like the Who's were a, a huge example to Jesus. Hey, Nancy. I think I'm going to try and get baptized. Okay. I've already been baptized, but to do it here maybe. And Did you guys I'm, hear that? I'm fearful of people, though, and the big spectacle of it. So okay. I've talked to Dan about it. So, Nancy, you want to be immersed in the waters of baptism. I don't so. really want to, but you told me that's the way it is. <laughs> okay. So. You don't have a change of clothes with you today, do you? Uh, I don't. I don't uh, okay. anything. Okay. Well, praise God for Nancy's decision. Can you? Do you want to be baptized today? Before you change your mind? Yeah. Okay. You, we'll find clothes. But I don't want to steal Kai's thunder. So. No, no, no. You're, you're not. You're not. We praise God for Kai's decision today and for Nancy's as well. And uh, before you change your mind. She's been, she's been thinking about this for a long time. And you, you did say that uh, it's hard for... Everybody looking at you, you know, you feel everybody looking at you sometimes, and it's nervous. So, Gary's got his binoculars on. We love Nancy. Well, here's. You can stay up here if you want. If it, oh, sure, why not? I want to leave you all with this, and uh, for you, Nancy, and for Kai, and for everybody else, before we sing our last song, this is what Paul said in the book of Romans. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, God, for Jesus and for Christmas. Would you stand with us as we sing our praises to the Savior? God, we do sing hallelujah, hallelujah, praise to Yahweh for the birth of your Savior Jesus, the best Christmas gift of all time that gives us an abundant life that starts today and goes on for all eternity. I thank you and I praise you especially today for the decisions, the commitments, Uh, the baptisms of Kai and Nancy, and we celebrate with you in their immersion and uh, going down and coming back up, just like your son Jesus went down to death and was raised to new life. So we thank you and praise you that we can have new life in you. 
that starts today and goes on for forever. Help us to be a light to all the Grinches in the world, to shine the, the love and peace and hope and joy of your son Jesus to the world so that they too might know you and be safe. Troy of you, always and forever. We thank God most of all for who? Jesus. Jesus. In his name, everybody said, Amen. Amen.